This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on Open Air Monday. That's what it's supposed to be, but it can only be that if you call in with your open air questions. You've just heard a fantastic program. That's right, Run to Win can't beat it, everything from politics to women preachers. Okay, If you want to know what I think about it, all you got to do is give me a call because I'm telling you nothing unless you call me. And it's wide open for you. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I'm not alone. A guy who uh, is following me around, haunting me in my nightmares, and doing this program is here. And that's Marcus. Say something, Marcus. I know you want to. How dare you? (laughs) It's always ready. I mean, this guy is just super ready. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And look like Pat's trying to get through. Going to wait for her. She can be our first caller for today. And any of you with any questions you have about the Word of God, I will do my level best to uh, deal with those particular uh, questions on this program and to meet you actually uh, Monday night, which is our Monday night Bible study is Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. That's Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries located 10709 Grand River at Oakland. You can come there if you have a, a mind to and be a part of our Bible study as we continue our discussion of hell and look at a movie. In fact, tonight and in, in, in the title of it is No Exit. Okay. Pretty frightening, but also informative. I look for you there. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Clarkston and talk to Pat. Hello, Pat. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Real good. Thank you for calling, sir. Appreciate your call. Good. Hey, I got uh, kind of like a two-part question here. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my first one is, I, obviously, you know, God created everything from the beginning. He was He was from the beginning. Right. But before before the Word got written down, was there any other books that were physically written before before the Bible? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I know it was nothing that was created, but what was physically written before that? Well, I would say that from the very beginning, uh, we have evidence of, uh, of, of writings uh, in the Scriptures. Uh, the place that comes from, actually, in Genesis, uh, you know, here's the first book in the Bible, and here's what it says in Correct. Genesis chapter 5 and verse 1. Uh, it says, This is the book. Of the generations of Adam, in the day that God created man in the likeness of God, made he him. So even here, uh, the uh, word for book here is like, uh, it's called toledith, a record, okay? It's a Hebrew word for record. So even then, records were being kept, okay? 
And in this case, evidently by Adam and his uh, uh, offspring. So yeah, from very right, early, okay. yeah from very earliest days. In fact, the thing is, what what got uh, secular scholars into trouble is that they assumed that there was no writing uh, during Abraham's time uh, and during Moses' time. Then all of a sudden, they they discovered that there had been writing about two thousand thousands of years before Abraham and uh, a thousand years or more before uh, Moses. And then they started uh, discovering all these uh, ancient documents. Uh, so no writing uh, writing has existed for a long time. Okay, and that that kind of, that answers what, what what my thing was. Now, my my other question was, now Jesus was here for thirty three years, and I, he said a lot more that is actually put in the Bible right now. Is do you recommend anything you know like anything else that he said that for whatever reason did not get canonized or get put in the scriptures? Uh, no, I don't. In other words, if there's things that uh, all we have in the scriptures is a ver- a verifiable testimony of what Jesus said because it was written by eyewitnesses who received it. Now, the thing is, we don't have to have everything. Okay, Now, this is the thing. We do not have to have everything that Jesus said. Who tells us that? The Gospels themselves. Over in John chapter t- 21, here's what uh, John writes uh, at the conclusion of his Gospel. He says, and uh, this is in John 21 and 24, This is the disciple which testifies of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Then he ends his gospel with this, verse 25. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. So in other words, there could have been other people writing, but they were not under the inspiration of Scripture as the New Testament writers, or let's put it this way, the apostles were. So that's where the uh, big difference comes. So we don't have everything, okay. but what we do have, based on John 10 and 30, he tells us this in uh, uh, John chapter 10, verse 30, and he says it, he says it again. He says, uh, in many other things, now this is uh, St. John chapter 20, verse 30, in many other signs, Truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. So in other words, the purpose of the gospel is not to give you a whole history of Jesus, everything he did, ate, where, but it is to tell you the things uh, uh, that he wanted you to know concerning his life that have to do with the gospel and salvation and guidance from God's word. Understood. Okay, I was just wondering, you know, because like I said, he's, he's been, he was around for 30 years, so you know, 33 years or whatever, you know he said more than, than what's written down. That's oh, and John, what, John admits wondering. it, but we don't have to know yeah. everything. Yeah, that's not important for us. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. And it's interesting, when you get that, you say, well, Pastor Moss, who are you to say that we know? I'm telling you what, what's said by the writer himself. John says, if everything was written down, there wouldn't be books to contain it. But these are written so that you might believe that Jesus is the Son of God and gained salvation. The purpose of the Bible uh, and the purpose of the New Testament is not a blow-by-blow historical account of everything that Jesus did. 
Uh, it is uh, focusing primarily on his ministry and what he did to provide salvation for us. But it is based in history. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on this and Open Air Monday, where it's your turn, your time to ask any questions you have about the Word of God. And uh, I will do my, my very best to give you an answer with this old brain of mine working its way through 60 years or more. Sometimes my wife has to have to remind me of how old I am. Quit laughing, Marcus. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Harrison Township and talk to Terry. Hello. Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you? Real good, sir. How are you? Good. I was listening to the previous show, and it prompted me to, to make a call because I really would value hearing your opinion mm-hmm. on what uh, uh, Daryl Wood was discussing regarding the John MacArthur uh, comments. Uh, I just want to make a comment, and then I'd love to hear your um, take on that whole situation regarding women and preaching and things such as that. Sure. Uh, my comment was, uh, I had heard this said before, if you're wrong in the way that you're right, you can be wrong even if you're right. And <laughs> um, the part that had me most concerned is um, – a pastor who was the, uh, the the founder of a radio program called Grace to You. Uh-huh. And I think maybe he should change the name of that particular program and might want to call it Judgment to You. <laughs> I will hang up and leave the rest to you. Thank you. Well, I don't want you to hang up. I'd like to keep discussing with you. Uh, but I will say this, that I do respect uh, John MacArthur. However... I profoundly disagree with him on one particular thing, uh, on another thing I agree with. So let's talk about it. Let's talk. Women in ministry, let us deal with that subject. I wish our caller would have hung on because I'd like to uh, get what he has to say about my uh, view on this. But the most important thing is what the Bible says when we look at all the biblical passages. It's the Bible. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible uh, uh, tell us in terms of women in ministry and, and those things? Well, First of all, Acts chapter 2, to me, is quite clear, all right? Where uh, we're looking at Pentecost, the day of Pentecost, and this is Acts 2 and verse 14, uh, where we see Peter explaining what took place. But Peter, and this is Acts two fourteen. but Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Now, there you got it. I mean, there's no way around it. This is what the Bible says. Verse 17, And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Okay. Then Peter goes on to say, And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Now, prophesy is speaking the words of God, okay? Led, it's led by the Spirit, okay? Could be exhortation, could be uh, future predictions or exhortation, but it's still speaking for God. It says, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old uh, men shall dream dreams. Then verse 16, I mean, I'm sorry, verse 18, look at this. Th- this verse is clear. Acts 2.18, and on my servants and on my handmaidens, women, 
okay, on my handmaidens. I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Well, what can you do with that? That clearly shows you that women can speak. Okay? Uh, and <clears throat> as we look at that passage, we see uh, definitely it uh, tells them in terms of speaking the gospel or proclaiming the gospel, that's not a problem. That is not a problem for the text. That is not a problem in the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that would stop women from speaking for God. I'm not done yet now. I'm still not done. There's someplace else I have to go. Let's go to another place over in Acts chapter 21. Acts chapter 21 is pretty clear. Where it says this, uh, and this to me is kind of devastating to uh, John, uh, John, John MacArthur's view. Even though I love John, he does some good work. Here's where me and him disagree. Here in Acts 21 and 8, it says, And the next day, we that were of Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea, and we entered into the house of Philip the Evangelist, which was one of the seven, and abode with him. The same had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. Okay, Now, <laughs> it's impossible to prophesy without speaking. So I'm sure they were speaking to someone, to somebody, okay? So nothing in the Bible stops anyone from proclaiming the gospel or preaching. That's not the problem. In fact, the whole church, the church as a whole, if we look at the Great Commission, Matthew 28, is told to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's what all of us are supposed to do. Men and women can do that. Okay? Now, is, are there ministries, or let us say a ministry, that seems to be male-specific, and does not include females. Yes, even though there's nothing that stops women from being a preacher. You're a preacher if you're telling people on your job about the Lord. You're a preacher if you have a home Bible study and you're uh, uh, bringing someone to the Lord. Any, even young people can do it. Women can do it. Men can do it. No problem with women being preachers and evangelists. What the New Testament seems to put a lock on, however, and to make uh, male-specific it's over in 1 Timothy 3. Okay? 1 Timothy 3 says this, and this is 1 Timothy 3 and 1. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. Notice, if a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, letting you know that it's male-specific, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach. Okay? says, not given to wine, no striker, no, no greedy or filthy liqueur, but patient, not a brawler, nor covetous. One that rules well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. Then it's very clear, for if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Right? So what happens is we can see that here there is one role that is male-specific, no doubt about it. That is the role of pastor, and I would say the role of deacon as well. Okay? Those are male-specific roles. However, that does not stop women from being evangelists. That does not stop them from teaching Bible studies. Uh, it doesn't stop them from preaching. Okay? The pastoral role, the oversight over all of the church, and then the deacons, uh, seems to be male-specific roles. Okay? And uh, that's very clear to me. But I wouldn't go as far as John MacArthur to say that women can't preach. Everyone in the body of Christ can do that, uh, women including men. And while women, sh I don't believe, should be ordained as pastors, okay, they definitely can be uh, uh, ordained as evangelists, missionaries. Uh, and I have 
um, uh, those who minister the word and they preach. Okay, but they're not pastors in our church. Strictly biblical, we have women who preach and teach, but they're not in the pastoral role. But there's nothing in the Bible that stops them from proclaiming God's word. So that's where me and uh, John part company on that particular point. Uh, I agree with him when it comes down to First Timothy three. But the idea that women should not uh, teach, uh, if they're credible teachers and not teaching heresy, uh, you don't tell them to go home. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I'll be right back. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win the Daryl Wood Show. Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day. We face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, social infighting, as bad actors want nothing more than to destroy our way of life. We are facing a war for America's soul, and now is the time to rise up to protect conservative ideals. Join the Patriot on Saturday, November 2nd for the War for America's Soul Tour, an event like none other. With Sean Hannity, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and other special guests, you will be ready to give an intelligent answer to assaults from the far left. The War for America's Soul Tour is coming to Detroit on Saturday, November 2nd. Visit PatriotDetroit.com for details and to buy your tickets today. That's PatriotDetroit.com. Chris McCourtney from Faith Talk Detroit and now Salem Surround, our brand new digital marketing business specifically designed for your small to mid-sized church. We began providing these vital services last year and the interest has been overwhelming. So much so, we've created our own division serving your church's need for SEO, SEM, native advertising, inexpensive church websites, targeted email, geo-targeting, and so much more. The difference is, and this is critical for busy pastors, we're here to execute these digital advertising solutions with weekly results updates, personal contact and support for your campaign, constant improvement in copy and targeting tactics for maximum results for your church. Book your appointment today and find out more about Salem Surround at SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. Come and be a part of an extraordinary adventure to Israel. The Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, December 2nd through 11th, 2019. Join Faith Talk Detroit for a 10-day expedition to the Holy Land that will change your life. You'll get insights into Israel's fascinating past, dynamic present, and promising future. All in the comfort and safety of first-class accommodations. December 2nd through 11th, 2019. Register today. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com. Keyword, Israel. On In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, you'll hear wisdom taught from God's Word. If you want great faith, one of the things that's absolutely necessary is that you and I read the Word of God, we meditate upon the Word of God, we obey it, and then watch God work. The best way to build faith is get in the Word of God. In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, teaching biblical truths that transform lives. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. Even in the Old West, when the devil and his demons come to town, only Jesus Christ and a man called the preacher can drive them out. 
On October 31st at 7 p.m. at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, come and see For For a a Few few Demons demons More. That's right, For a Few Demons More at the Spiritual Warfare Conference at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries at 10709 Grand River at Oakland, where we don't celebrate Halloween, but we wage spiritual warfare. There will be a lesson taught called Staying Away from the Devil's Territory, then the feature presentation for a few demons more. Refreshments will be served and a free handout will be given. No tickets will be sold. However, a suggested donation of $10 from adults and $5 for children would be a wonderful blessing. But it is not mandatory. Please come. Don't miss it. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. That's right, a few days away from our Spiritual Warfare Conference. That's on October 31st, 7 o'clock, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. You want to be there as we don't celebrate the devil. We don't come in with costumes or anything of that nature. The only ones in any kind of costumes will be those in our production, our one-act play, but the rest of the folks just come. Uh, bring your Bible, because we'll go into the Word of God. Uh, we'll praise the Lord, and uh, we'll be dealing with for a few demons more. All right, number to call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Someone had called uh, in with a question dealing with um, uh, John MacArthur, saying that uh, uh, what uh, uh, they should go home, <laughs> women should go home rather than preach. I don't know. Nobody uh, told Hulda the prophetess to go home. Uh, when she was uh, uh, prophesying. And in Judges chapter 4, where it says in verse 4, And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lepidoth, she judged Israel at that time, and she dwelt under the palm trees of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel and Mount Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. So uh, I remember when uh, uh, John MacArthur was faced with folks who used those scriptures, he said, well, those were exceptions, you know, Hulda and Deborah. So, you know, it might have been done a few times, but that's just not the way to do it. I'm sorry, exceptions to a rule prove that that rule isn't as binding as he's making it look. Here were women that were speaking the word of God directly from God himself. And someone's telling me there can't be women preachers. Uh, uh, doesn't follow Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Gary in Pontiac, see what's on his mind. Hello, Gary, how you doing? Yes, Pastor Moss, I'm proud of you. I'm thankful for what you did, and I hope all of Detroit heard you talk talk about women and men, preachers and evangelists, Mm -hmm. because they're doing a great work for God because God's called them. And uh, somebody out there had to send that tape of what you just gave, to the man before me and share that with a conference in California. That's my opinion. But getting back to uh, Apostle Paul, uh, remember when a lot of your teachings, uh, we were talking about men and women was teachers of Paul. He took three journeys, in, and the Bible tells us about the three journeys, right? Yeah, we talked about that. In fact, uh, it's uh, discussed when we discussed the life of Paul, yeah. But we don't know about the order. That's the order Paul would have put in. He's got Romans first and Corinthians and the others. All those teachings were supposed to go to the whole church. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, so you know, that, so that really wouldn't matter, right? All of the teachings were meant right. to go to the entire church, yes. Well, mine comes from 1 Corinthians 14, uh-huh. and it says, uh, it says uh, If anything be revealed to another that sitteth by let the first holy speech, for ye may all pronounce one by one, 
that all may learn and all may be comforted. And the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Mm-hmm. Okay, then the one I'm going to go to is the end if, in the 37. If any man think himself to be prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. So Paul considered that there were prophets there and people are spiritual. And he said, um, let him acknowledge that the things I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. But if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophecy and forbid not to speak with tongues. Right. Let all things be done decently and in order. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe that Paul was trying to bring order into the church. So there must be a lot of chaos and not giving time for preaching and other things in the church. So he, before he came along, there was over 5,000 people had the Holy Ghost. And the church had been going strong before Paul came along. Is that right? Well, yeah, as strong as it could go along. I would say this to you. Um, uh, definitely, Paul wrote here, I believe, uh, not just to deal with the churches back then, but for the churches of all time. Because remember, this was this is Scripture. And so it applies to any church that gets out of order. And so in 1 Corinthians, in fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13, and 14, uh, here in the Word of God, uh, as, as God inspires Paul, he tells us exactly what to do to correct things in the church, including all the gifts of the Spirit and everything. So, so I would agree with you on that. We've got to move on. I thank you for that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. If you have any questions about the Word of God, they are welcome here. Any questions about uh, what was discussed, maybe about women pastors or preachers? I don't believe that women should pastor based upon what the Bible says. But in terms of women speaking the Word of God, I see it all through the Bible. (laughs) So, in fact, in the Old Testament, uh, while no woman could be a priest, right? And we know that the priest came from the line of uh, uh, Aaron and Levi. No woman was a priest, but yet women could be prophetess. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we've, we've got to say it like Scripture says it. Okay? Uh, but there are positions just as there was no such thing in the Old Testament as a woman who was a priest. Didn't exist except in pagan religion, not in the Bible. Uh, we, we should say in the New Testament the same thing is true concerning the pastoral role. Okay? Uh, in the New Testament, there were no women who were called pastors, but many uh, women did, in fact, as Philip's two daughters and others, they prophesied. And uh, so, uh, and preaching the word of God is something that anyone can do. Uh, evangelists, uh, carrying the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, that shouldn't be a problem for women either. The pastoral role, which is rulership over the whole church, is what uh, in the text is male specific. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go to Rebecca in Sterling Heights. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Pastor Moss. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so very much. I had a conversation the other day with a gentleman who, you know, was just going ballistic about women being, um, preachers and teaching, you know, and that they should keep silent in the church. Well, since I was 11 years old, I've always felt called to the ministry. And, you know, this weighed real heavy on me, you know, and I just wanted to say, and this was just yesterday, actually, that I was having this conversation, and to turn on the radio and hear you almost giving, um, I guess, validity to my stance that it is okay for women to be ministers, evangelists, I agree totally with them not being pastors, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, all I can say is 
thank you, Lord, because it was really weighing heavy on me. I'm like, Lord, I feel passionate about this and always have. And if this is not something I'm called to do, then you're going to have to give me another passion because I don't know what else there is to do for me as far (laughs) as, you know, ministry. Well, as I say, I'd see nothing. And, you know, and what I, I, I do is I go to the Bible. I see nothing in the Bible yeah, yeah, that stops women from preaching and proclaiming the Word of God. Uh, so that mm-hmm. shouldn't be a problem in terms of a, a, a teaching Scripture, in terms of a, a being evangelist, in terms of a, yeah. a witnessing. Uh, the only uh, role that is uh, black for them, which is male-specific, is open First Timothy 3, and that's the pastoral role. Uh, and so right. uh, and we have women all through the Bible who were prophetesses, Miriam, Huldah. We mm-hmm. see uh, Philip, his, his daughters, they were prophesying. So and, and God's spirit falls upon them and they speak. And so uh, I think that uh, uh, I respect uh, John, Dr. MacArthur, but he just, I believe, went too far on this one. Yeah, I would agree. And I, too, respect him um, and have his, you know, study Bible. And I'm just like, wow. I, I mean, I, yeah, that's where we kind of part ways. And, uh, and then when we look to, even if we look at, uh, and this is just a, a simple reading of Acts, over in Acts in chapter 18, where Great. it says in verse 24, and a certain Jew named Apollos, uh, born mm-hmm. at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. Now, this guy uh, knew scriptures, but he still needed to know more. All right. Great. Verse 25, mm-hmm. this man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the spirit. He spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. Now, that's all he knew. Uh, Apollos, right. as great a preacher as he was, was just John's baptism. Mm-hmm. All right? So, right. verse 26, he needed to be uh, taught further. And so, guess who taught him, Rebecca? Priscilla and Aquila. <laughs> I know you knew. I know you had to know it. <laughs> in verse 26. Absolutely. And, and he began to speak boldly in the synagogues, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they mm-hmm. took yeah. him, not just one of them, both of them took him under them. And mm-hmm. then it says, and of course, Aquila told Priscilla to sit down and he explained. It didn't say that. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue who when, when mm-hmm. Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded right. unto him the way of God more perfectly. Yes. So they shared in it together. He didn't say, okay, you got to step out, uh, Priscilla, because only I can teach this uh, Apollo's Right. Guy. So, you know, he, people... He allowed his wife to, right, you know, right. have voice in that situation. Yeah. She wasn't a pastor, yeah. she, but, but definitely carrying the Word of God is something that all Christians uh, can do. The Great Commission. Thank you so very kindly, Pastor Moss. I do appreciate you, sir. All right. I appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. It's wide open. Our phone lines are, 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 are empty. That means nobody's calling. And what I hate to see more than anything is Marcus just relaxing. Marcus doesn't like to relax. He likes to work. Don't you, Marcus? <laughs> He's not even looking this way. He's so upset that you guys aren't calling. Give him a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All our phone lines are wide open now. So if you want to call, if there's anything on your mind that's of interest to you, give us a call right now. You will have absolutely no trouble getting through, and I'll get you on just as soon as I can at area code 866 423 9578, area code 866 
423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. This is Open Air Monday, your time, your turn for you to call and be on this particular program. We encourage you to call right now. Remember our Monday night Bible study tonight at uh, 7 o'clock immediately after this uh, radio show is over. I head straight for Strictly Biblical with my Bible in my hand. And we're finishing up a discussion of the of the doctrine of hell, something that... Uh, is rarely talked about today in this seeker-friendly world filled with seeker-friendly churches. So uh, definitely we're going to be uh, teaching the straight gospel to you and looking at hell and then showing a movie tonight. Yeah, Final Exit, Final Exit. It's uh, an amazing film uh, and uh, talking about people who uh, had to face judgment and what happened to them, okay? Uh, and uh, it's it's great to teaching uh, what really salvation is all about and the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. All right, that's seven o'clock. Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, one o seven o nine Grand River, uh, at Oakland. At Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Let's go to Jay in Detroit. Hello, Jay. Thank you for taking my call, my brother. Thank you, Jay, for calling. Oh, I'm living a blessed life, and so are you. I'm <laughs> glad to preach it out today. Thank you. I, I had. I ran into a question that a young brother of mine had asked. His, his wife just recently found out she, she was not water baptized when she was a baby. She was only spiritually baptized. Uh-huh. And I was not. I was very curious on how to answer that question. He's like, so is my wife baptized? I was like, I'm going to have to ask a higher up. And I haven't had that chance yet, but I just heard you asking for people to call in. And I was like, this guy is a very learned man. I, I respect your opinion on this. All right. Well, I would say this. Uh, first of all, one thing that's bad is to have any doubt about that, that baptism. That's something you want to be sure about, that you oh. were baptized correctly. Why? You know, nobody should go around doubting it. So if a person has any doubt about it, then I think that they should go through the rite of baptism again. Okay? Because while baptism in water is not what saves you, definitely if a person believes in Jesus Christ, they're going to go to heaven. However, definitely to be baptized is uh, acting in obedience to the gospel. No one who knows about baptism, if you know about it, then you should get baptized. Uh, And if you feel you got baptized incorrectly, then you should do it correctly. It is symbolic of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So no doubt uh, this woman you're talking about, was she just sprinkled? Uh, they just said that she was dedicated, but they called it a baptism. Okay. No water involved. Yeah. In other words, when she was dedicated, was that when she was a baby? Yes. Yeah. In order to believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, you have to be a believer. And babies can't believe. It's good to have a christening, but uh, in the Roman Catholic Church, they take that too far. Uh, they believe in right. infant baptism, which is something that's not specifically taught in the Bible at all. Those who believed and are baptized shall be saved. That's what it says in Mark chapter 16. And also over in Acts chapter uh, 8, verse 37, after Philip had preached to the Ethiopian eunuch and he had accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, here in uh, Acts chapter 8, verse 37, and Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And that was to be baptized. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. They went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. 
And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way rejoicing. So notice, he had to confess Christ. Not a, he, you don't baptize babies. Okay? You can christen them, but uh, you don't baptize them. Baptism is for those who are old enough to acknowledge who Jesus is. Then they're baptized under the water, symbolic of his burial, and when they come out of the water, uh, symbolic of his resurrection. So, yeah, I would say to her that she should, uh, she should go and get baptized the proper way. No sense in her having any doubt about that in her mind. I wholeheartedly agree nowadays where everybody's telling you how this and how that and all the old traditions are stripped away. You know, this is a fantastic thing to covenant with God. Yeah, and then to know that you're doing something in accordance with what God's Word says. And so the one thing that you don't have to have are any doubts. And so uh, it's no problem with her at all uh, uh, getting baptized. This will be the first time. She shouldn't even count the, the so-called christening as a baptism. Uh, uh, so I would say that uh, let her alleviate her doubt by just doing what the Word of God says to be done the correct way. Amen, brother. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for calling. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. That is why I love this program so much. You get to help so many people. Give us a call, area code 866-423-9578. Got to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Missy Parker Miller, and I'm a licensing and recruitment specialist with Bethany Christian Services. Bethany is a Christian child welfare agency that focuses on foster care and adoption. The need is great for more Christian foster and adoptive homes. In Michigan, there are 13,000 children in foster care, and of those children, 3,000 are waiting now for an adoptive family. Many of these children have been waiting over three years. Bethany's heart is that no child will grow up without a family. These are not bad children. These are children that horrible things have happened to. Who better to minister to these children than Christians who can share the love and compassion of Jesus Christ? Please provide a loving home for a child in need and call Bethany Christian Services today, 248-414-4080. One more time, that number is 248-414-4080. Thanks and God bless. A Moment of Destiny from Pastor Paul Shepard. You can't afford to let bitterness take root. You can't afford to let a blade of bitterness find good soil in your heart. You know why? Because it will produce a whole harvest. Bitterness never hangs out by itself. It always gets company like doubt and fear and anger and malice. So the Bible says, make sure a root of bitterness never takes hold in your heart. Because it'll be like weeds and it'll spread and it will destroy the harvest of your life. Pastor Paul Shepard is the senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Northern California. The program is heard daily on radio stations across America and anytime at PastorPaul.net. Hi, this is Chris McCourtney, VP and General Manager here at Salem, Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. 
You already understand our mission and what we do. So now, maybe you'd like to join this team. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we might have a job for you. Call Brad Smith, our sales manager, and give your name and number, and he'll give you the next steps. Call Brad at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221. If you love us, come join us. It could be a life-changing opportunity for you, and you'll never know unless you call. Even in the Old West, when the devil and his demons come to town, only Jesus Christ and a man called the Preacher can drive them out. On October 31st at 7 p.m. at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, come and see For For a a Few few Demons demons More. That's right, For a Few Demons More at the Spiritual Warfare Conference at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries at 10709 Grand River at Oakland, where we don't celebrate Halloween, but we wage spiritual warfare. There will be a lesson taught called Staying Away from the Devil's Territory, then the feature presentation for a few demons more. Refreshments will be served and a free handout will be given. No tickets will be sold. However, a suggested donation of $10 from adults and $5 for children would be a wonderful blessing. But it is not mandatory. Please come. Don't miss it. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. That's right. Coming up on Thursday, Spiritual Warfare Conference. Uh, we don't even call it Halloween. Spiritual Warfare Conference. It's strictly biblical, where we come against the works of the devil. Uh, so we encourage you to come. Uh, please don't wear any costumes. You don't have to bring a trick-or-treat bag. We will have a mild refreshments for you there. Uh, but this is the time where we come and take this day away from, or this night, shall we say, away from the devil. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Sister Banks, hang on the line. going to get to you in a minute. One verse I want to make sure I cover, a verse often that is used by some to try and justify uh, female pastors. Now, understand, okay, that just as the priesthood was close to women in the Old Testament, the pastoral ministry is close to them in the New Testament. But still, there's other ways to minister. You can minister the Word of God without being a pastor. You can do it as an evangelist. Uh, you can do it as, as a teacher. And no problem there. You bring people to Christ. But the pastoral role is the one where uh, th- that is one which is male-specific, quite frankly. Some want to say, well, God doesn't discriminate. Where do they go? They go to Galatians chapter 3. I hear it all the time. Verse 28 where it says, uh, I've heard, I heard callers calling in on Daryl's uh, program using this as well. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. I want to tell you something. Look at this verse again. Galatians 3.28. If I'm wrong, show me I'm, where I'm wrong. It says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Friends, that doesn't prove that women can do the same things as men in New Testament times. It doesn't. No, this has nothing to do with that subject. In other words, uh, in my family, okay, I am the head of the household. Yeah, my wife is an equal partner with me, yes, but God has made me the head. Okay? I'm not a stupid head. I listen to her. So I, that's, you better listen. We're one flesh. But just because... I am in, I'm the head of the house, does not mean 
that she is lesser somehow. Jobs that I worked at, uh, when I used to work at the hospital, right? I had a boss, okay? He was definitely my boss, but we still were equal. When I was in the military, even though I was a major, there was a colonel who was over me. Now, he had more authority than I did, but we still were equal, okay? In God's eyesight. That's the same here, okay? So, and remember, some people are just applying this to the New Testament, They know they can't apply it to the old because in the Old Testament, listen, there was no such thing as a female priest. The only priestesses that existed were in pagan religions. Priesthood was totally male, and then it was kind of uh, ethnic-specific too, Levi and Aaron from that tribe. But that didn't mean that those in the priesthood uh, were, uh, you know, not equal to everybody else or equal to women. This has nothing to do with equality. This has to do with role status. And God has determined that in the Old Testament, the priesthood was reserved for males. And in the New Testament, pastoral ministry is reserved for males also. It's just a headship thing. But everybody's equal in God's eyesight. They just have different roles that they play. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Sister Banks. How you doing, Sister Banks? Oh, I'm doing just fine. And you, sir? Great. Thanks for calling. Yes, sir. Uh, I, what I was calling for yesterday, I heard a uh, pastor speaking, and he spoke about um, that you're not supposed to pray and ask God for patience. And I just didn't quite agree. So if you could, would you uh, explain that more to me? I'm going to hang up now and listen. Well, uh, actually, you. well, actually, Sister Banks, I'll tell you what, it's not much to say because what happens is, if the preacher says we're not supposed to pray for patience, then he should give you the passage in the Bible that says not to do that. All things flow from the Word of God, and definitely something that pastors have to be able to do is to, uh, if they teach, if they teach you something, always ask them. Well, you know, where do you get that at from Scripture? Where does the the Scripture teach that? Uh, uh, that, you know, we can't, we shouldn't pray to God for patience. Definitely. In fact, the bottom line is we can pray to God for anything, anything that we need. If we need more patience, we can pray to him. If we need, oh, goodness, food, money, whatever it is, we pray to God for it. So definitely uh, uh, he has to prove his point. Uh, do I believe him? Absolutely not. Why? Because our job is to uh, be patient. Over in First Corinthians chapter 13, it says we're to bear all things, believe all things, hope all things. Yeah, yeah, we can, and we can pray to God to give us patience as we do hope on things and wait on things. Always remember, here is a truth that cannot be contradicted. Everybody, absolutely everyone, who makes a statement of fact bears a burden of proof. And uh, definitely... Uh, we know that we don't let doctors get away with it. If the, if the doctors tell you something, you ask them for information on how they wound, uh, how they came to their diagnosis or their conclusion. Understand, pastors the same way. Pastors are doing a job, all right? They are those who are supposed to be able to help you with theological issues, biblical issues, and things of that nature. So if they tell you something and they cannot back it up, just like if a doctor tells you something and he can't back it up with some medical knowledge, all right, some kind of information from some source because he wasn't born knowing that stuff. You know, evidently he learned it in school. He's supposed to be practicing medicine, not opinion. The same way in the church, if the pastor tells you something, they have got to be able to prove it from the Bible. 
That's the name of the game. And if you find someone who has a good gift of gab, oh, they can make you feel good, but they don't know the Bible, then that is not someone who's trained to be able to help you spiritually because it's based upon the Word of God. All right, going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. An uproar has broken out over a Texas custody battle involving Jeffrey Younger. He's the father of a seven-year-old boy named James. James's mother has enrolled him in school as a girl. She told him for years that he is a girl because he once said he liked a toy meant for girls. Now she wants to put him on puberty blockers and is pursuing a future transition to girlhood for James. Jeffrey Younger is fighting the case in court and was just granted some say. He and his ex-wife will have joint conservatorship over James. Do not be confused. We're in the midst of a gender revolution. Change that. Children are in the midst of a gender revolution. We should stand against the gender transitions of children. We should speak truth. And we should protect children from life-altering treatments. This is madness. We cannot be silent. I'm Owen Strand. Religious liberty is under attack. Alliance Defending Freedom is on the front lines of defense. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Attention homeowners. Dreaming about that home improvement project? With a strong housing market, chances are your home's value has gone up. And with a 15-year fixed interest rate of just 2.99% with a 3.202% APR, a cash-out refinance from Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and give you the cash you need for those home improvements at cash call mortgage we're a direct lender and we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit if you qualify we'll even pay your closing cost whether it's for home improvements getting rid of debt or just putting away extra money for that inevitable rainy day cash call mortgage could mean achieving two great financial moves with just one call the cash you need now and a lower interest rate for a free quote to see if you qualify call cash call mortgage at 800-990-6947 that's 800-990-6947 800-990-6947. Mike Lindell, the CEO and inventor of MyPillow, wants to give back to WLQV listeners by offering deep discounts on MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special, you're going to see some impressive offers. Yes, offers with an S. For starters, MyPillow has a great body pillow. It used to be $85.68. Now when you use the promo code RUNTOWIN, it's $29.99. That's That's 65% off. That's incredible. They have other equally impressive offers under the radio listener special. Go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com to access more discounts on other fantastic products. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and make your order right now. And remember to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. Even in the Old West, when the devil and his demons come to town, only Jesus Christ and a man called the Preacher can drive them out. On October 31st at 7 p.m. at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, come and see for For a a few few demons demons more. That's right, for a few demons more at the Spiritual Warfare Conference at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries at 10709 Grand River at Oakland, where we don't celebrate Halloween, but we wage spiritual warfare. There will be a lesson taught called Staying Away from the Devil's Territory, then the feature presentation for a few demons more. 
Refreshments will be served and a free handout will be given. No tickets will be sold. However, a suggested donation of $10 from adults and $5 for children would be a wonderful blessing. But it is not mandatory. Please come. Don't miss it. I triple dog dare you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk at with Pastor Emery Moss. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. Going to be a great time, Strictly Biblical, where we wage spiritual warfare on October 31st. Encourage you to be there about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Uh, you'll enjoy it very much. Bring your young people as well. We will have light refreshments. Uh, nobody needs to come with a bag, however, uh, or any uh, kind of makeup or trick-or-treat garments on. This is not uh, for that. This is for us to learn about spiritual warfare and talk about the real devil and not the counterfeit one that normally is presented on uh, Halloween time. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. I want all of you to take very seriously uh, and to make sure that uh, many of you have listened to this program a lot and you see how I uh, try as best I can to always be civil with everyone that I talk to. Everyone who calls this program, whether they agree with me or not, is a guest on this program. So while I may disagree with them, I will never call them names or anything of that nature. Uh, My job is just to present what I believe in my evidence, and I'm glad that they called, even if they disagreed, to present theirs. Uh, You, the listening audience, determines uh, what you think is uh, appropriate here in terms of what is true. Okay, Everything, however must be based on evidence and logic. Everyone who makes a statement of fact bears a burden of proof. They've got to prove it. And so that's what you always need to listen for. Uh, And a woman called about patience. Should we pray for patience? Yeah, uh, we sure should. In fact, God does some things, uh, seemingly, some things we don't like to help us be patient. Says in Romans chapter 5, verse 1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Now, watch verse 3. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. It's hard to do. (laughs) It's hard to do. But uh, Jesus did, so must we. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Also, knowing that tribulation works patience. And patience, experience, and experience, hope. Okay? So hope and patience are related. And definitely, it's something that you can pray for. For someone says anything that God wants us to have, of course, we can pray for. So if a person says uh, that it's not, they have to demonstrate it in the Bible. Remember, uh, definitely what you want to believe is what Scripture says. Scripture must back up what uh, pastors tell you, evangelists or teachers tell you. Uh, And if the Bible doesn't, then you just simply have to follow the Bible, which is the Word of God. All right, great being with all of you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, as our time swiftly goes by. Uh, If you like this program, you enjoy uh, uh, it being on the air and you want it to continue, then what you need to do is send donations to P.O. Box 05879, that's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. That's what keeps this program going. We need your support. Uh, and uh, it costs about $2,000 a month. I praise God that we've been on as long as we have. 
And that's based upon your donations. And also, I have some very wonderful people at the church who do give also to support it. But it can't be supported totally by Strictly Biblical. We don't have that kind of, those kind of resources. It also has to come from you listeners who don't even come to, the prog- uh, to our church, but you listen to this program on a regular basis. Now, I don't want to take away from what you're giving to support your church, but if you enjoy this program, please remember to put something in the mailbox for us at P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Once again, Bible Boot Camp Ministries, P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. All right, this is Pastor Moss on my way to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. I'll be there. I'll be there looking for you as well. Come with your Bible in your hand as I we look at a film called No Exit as we continue our discussion of the doctrine of hell as we move our way through the book of Romans. All right, this is Pastor Moss uh, saying to all of you, God bless you. Bring your Bibles to you everywhere you go. Have it in your car so when you stop, you can uh, look at it, read it. You need to keep the Bible in your mind, and you need to always be strictly biblical. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.